This is where we talk about how we grow both a powerful brand and business and life as well, because everything's connected. Welcome to Brand and Biz Bills. I'm Debbie White. I've spent 30 years in the creative advertising industry, working with Fortune 500 brands, while also being a serial entrepreneur, building several multiple six and seven figure businesses along the way. I'm talking with other powerful women to share insider secrets and insights about building your brand and business. And I don't have time for BS and fluff. You don't either. So let's get to building a powerful brand and business with some real Frank talk. Follow me on Instagram at frankly Deb so we can connect further. Hello, I have a treat for everyone. Today I am here with Sue Clement. She helps coaches and experts create blockbuster masterclasses that convert clients like crazy. Okay, who does not want that? <laughs> Welcome, Sue. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So you're the masterclass pro. You're the masterclass expert. Um, I've, I have so many questions I want to ask you. Okay. Do you feel like masterclasses are becoming more popular since the pandemic, because of the pandemic, or what's happening in our world of social nurturing and selling and all of that? Absolutely. I, I mean, I actually, speaking from stages is where I, you know, do a lot. I always, always did lots of webinars and, and actually, you know, I've been around so long. It was, I've been doing this since before webinars, when we had teleseminars. Remember those days? I don't know if I do. Oh my no, God. You're I'm sure I do. I just I you know, teleseminars, we have a bridge line, everyone would dial in on their phones and we do the training on a bridge line with 30 people or 50 people. Oh, okay. It's like a conference call. Yeah. Like a big conference call. And, and then we got the opportunity to share slides. And so then they became uh, webinars and, webinars, sure. and then somewhere along the line, somebody one day coined it as a masterclass webinar. And so there is now we have masterclasses and webinars and some people go like, what's the difference? Okay. And, what is the difference? Okay. So here's the deal. Often people think that a webinar is meant to sell. And so it's just like a big, long sales pitch, like yes. a VSL video sales letter kind of thing. And other people think that a masterclass is meant to teach. And I really feel that it doesn't matter what you call it. I think if you're kind of newer in business, you probably see that distinction or believe that distinction. But for me, it's just a virtual learning. So I want to make sure whether you call it a masterclass or call it a, a webinar, they both have to teach and sell because that's the purpose of it is that you have a chance to build visibility, build community, show off your expertise, help people and convert them into clients. Okay. Oh, this is so good. Do you feel like where do people need to have a certain level of um, I've been in business for so many years or to be able to do a masterclass or something like this? Not at all. Not at all, actually. You know, it isn't about your length in business. It's really just being crystal clear. Now, here's some things. Because anyone can get on a Zoom call. I mean, we could agree. Facebook Live. And I didn't really answer your question. But since COVID, yes, because nobody yeah. could go out and speak live. Everyone kind of got used to Zoom. And it's like Zoom is now our life. Like I used to just coach on the phone. But ever since COVID, now we coach on Zoom. I mean, it's just yep. like 
that's we all go. So this virtual learning or virtual platform has made it so easy. But you know, whether you even just turn on your camera and do a Facebook Live and do a training, or whether you hit Zoom and do a training, like it, it doesn't really matter the vehicle anymore. It's really whether you have something of value. And if you want to actually, you know, I would say begin with the end in mind. And so if the intent of your business is to get clients, then we need to know what type of client we're trying to get and what type of, um, you know, what, what are we offering them? And then making sure that whatever the training we do is in alignment. So whether you've been in business for, you know, I'm going to say a day, but a week, a month, a year, or 10 years, yeah. 20 years, doesn't really matter. If you know who your client is and you've got something you want to sell and you have something you can give, you've got the perfect combination. Okay. So there's so much, there's so much to unpack as far as just the idea of having a masterclass. We do a, and it is a masterclass. We do a workshop uh, four times a year. It's essentially, and, and whether it's three hours, five days, three days, are these all masterclasses or would you call those workshops? Is it all the same thing? Well, ultimately they're just different formats yeah. because you like challenges became very popular. Yeah. You have five day challenges. I, I mean, I think my first challenge I did, it was August. It was some, it was, oh my goodness, summer, sizzling summer marketing strategies. It was a Ooh. 20 day challenge Monday to Friday for four weeks, all of August. Wow. Um, yeah. I remember that. That was about five years ago, but you know, whether a challenge, some people do like the fit pro people, they often do like a 20 day challenge, a 21 day challenge. Uh, a five-day challenge were really popular. Three-day challenges are also really popular. It's like a, you know, the challenge perspective, because you're spending more time with people and you're sharing more content with people, they get to know you a little bit better. However, often like with the three or five-day challenge, you'll find that the first day or two, everyone shows up or, you know, the mass will show up, but then it gets smaller as you go. And personally, from my my point of view is, I'm going to dive into another topic here, but it's like, I don't have five days. I don't want to sit on a Zoom call for five hours, five days. I just don't. And, oh, yeah. but, you know, and that often speaks to where your client is, because yeah. if you're dealing with a newer, newer in business client, I'm assuming like coaching, you know, your, your clients are fairly new in business. You know, we have more time and we have more money and it really depicts where you are in business. And I think if right. you're talking to a newer market, they have more time than money. So they might come to five day challenge. But if you're trying to target a higher end market, someone who's making multiple six figures, we don't have the time. So yeah. we want to get it fast. So I think yeah. that you have to, you know, whether you it's a five day, three day, one day, one hour, 90 minutes, three hours. It's all about you and your clients. So, you know, you have to always meet the client where they're at. And that's one of the most important things to consider is like what would work for your client and then go from there. I, I want to kind of touch on this for just another hot second, because I think this is one of the things I know in marketing, this is one of the things that's so obvious to us marketers that most people just kind of lip over is what does our audience actually want? And then how do they want to receive it? And just to your point, what length of time do they actually have? Yeah. Day. Like we're actually going to be changing the the length of time, the time of day, because we're realizing our ideal clients do have a business and they don't have that kind of time. And I feel like all of us don't want to spend as much time. Maybe I'm wrong here on these live workshops. 
Yeah, you know, it. they have to really engage. And, all, you know, just as a sidebar on this is what's been really quite trending is when you do the three and five day challenges, what they do is they gamify them now. Yeah. They, they make they have prizes and contests yeah. because that's how they keep the community with them every day. Right. And so you have to always, I shouldn't say, oh, I'm going to use the word manipulate, but you have to always manage your content in a way that makes it consumable for your audience. Consumable for your audience. What do you, what are the top mistakes you see when people are just uh, running masterclasses? I mean, I, I almost want to use the word winging it. I think people plan, but if you're not a pro at speaking and you have so much experience with running workshops and masterclasses, what do you see? There's some real typical ones. You know, I've already mentioned begin with the end in mind. And what a lot of people just do is they go, oh, um, I can do a masterclass on blank. And then I'm going to sell my blank, but they don't align. There's no congruence with them. So I always teach my clients to begin with the end in mind. What are you selling? Who are you selling it to? What are the pain points that that solves for them? Mm -hmm. Typical kind of one-on-one marketing stuff, but it's really relevant. And then what we do is we take that, that piece of, you know, what problems we're solving with our big offer. Mm -hmm. And we want to reverse engineer it. I call it the PSPS problem, solution, problem, solution. So we start with the end solution and then what's the problem that solution solves? And then take a small piece of that problem. And that's what the masterclass is on. Because if I come to a masterclass on, um, oh, I don't, dog grooming. And then I land up trying to sell you Kathy. It's not going to make sense. Right. I'm really being really facetious. No, I get it though, but, but you're but right. It's, it's really like I have to. And I the other piece too, I mentioned like with the masterclass, we want to make sure that the audience gets a win. They have to learn something. They have to go away thinking, that was cool. I got a new idea. I got a new concept that's improved my business, improved my life, improved my yes. relationships, whatever you're selling, um, that they feel then that you are, first of all, credible, that you showed up and you delivered something that was valuable for them. And that makes them more interested in taking you up on your offer because they want more of this. So right. if you just show up with fluff and you know nothing special, you're not going to get an engaged audience. So we want to make sure that we really showcase something. So give something good away, but it has to, whatever you're teaching in your masterclass has to align with your offer because yeah. number one, you might attract the wrong people. If it's, you know, dogs instead of cats, you attract the wrong people. Um, you also might land up um, uh, getting the wrong people on the call, but then you're also teaching them something that isn't in alignment with what you're selling. So that's number one mistake. I'll just give you three quick ones. That's okay. number one is that they don't align. So you right. want to make sure your masterclass aligns with your offer. That okay. way you're helping because I'm, you know, we can all get online and do Facebook lives and masterclasses and Zooms and all the rest of that. But the intent is to convert into a client. So I'm all about com high converting masterclasses, not just masterclasses. Uh, so, so another conversion mistake that a lot of people make is on the content. So now that we've got the right content figured out, which is cool, mm -hmm. it's like how much or how little. And we've all been to those masterclasses. Debbie, I'm sure you've been there where you go and they teach you the what and the why, but not the how. That was a real phrase about 10 yes. years ago. And they talk all about the problem ad nauseum and you're like going I have that problem I know that problem what's the answer and you're waiting for this big you know solving this learning mm -hmm. and time goes on and on and on by and then to get the learning you have to buy something it's like right. oh what a letdown so not enough information not enough content okay. not enough real solutions is a mistake okay. because you frustrate okay. your audience the second thing that frustrates audiences is too much and this was my big mistake because I'm kind of the teacher mode. I think all teachers have this. 
<laughs> I love sharing information. Me too. And, and like, I, I'll re reiterate one of my first, uh, what I used to do is I used to book a hotel room and put two to 300 people in it and do an evening seminar. And um, what was what was really cool about it is it would be like taking them to a buffet. No, there was no food at this free evening seminar, but it was like taking them up and down the information buffet. I was giving them more and more and more, uh, piling okay. it on, piling it on, piling on. And then at the end, I kind of waltz out on the stage with my metaphorical cheesecake saying, do you want to buy my cheesecake? And they were gagging. Uh, it's like, so I have so much information. Thank you. They loved my presentations. They came back, you know, every month. But they had so much information. It's like, I'm going to go home and consume this information. Yeah. Then when I'm finished, I might come back and buy something from you. But why that hurts you is that, first of all, people don't consume what they got. They, they, they loved it in the moment. They don't use it. Then they right. think back in you and they think, well, that didn't really work. I didn't learn anything. So they might like you in the moment, but over time, it really harms your brand and doesn't serve the purpose of the audience. Oh, so, that's we, so good. We really want to make sure that we balance the content that we are giving them. Whoops, puppy just left the room. I love that. <laughs> that we are giving them valuable content, but we're making sure it's consumable mm. and it solves a purpose, a small bite of it, so that they can buy the bigger bite with you. This is so good. Do you feel that I've seen uh, shorter masterclasses? Like, for let's say you have a higher ticket program. Can you sell a 10,000 plus program in a one sitting masterclass, like in a two hour, a three hour, or is it, I've also been told the higher ticket, the longer than the masterclass needs to be. Is that true? Well, it kind of gets to, I kind of look at it as I call it the three doors of making your offer. Okay. And so like door number one is basically the offer is book a call with me. And mm -hmm. often that's for a higher price. Like you're doing a high level mastermind and it is like 10 K or more booking a call. Generally, most of us would want to make sure there's a good fit from the perspective yeah. of them and for us and that they really fit with us. Yeah. So that's a book a call. And on the very far side of it is click and buy. And so okay. a click and buy would be for a lower price offer that we don't want to wait. I shouldn't say invest our time on a call with somebody Okay. Or click and buy. If it's, you know, a few, you know, a few thousand dollars, like $500, $19.99, whatever. We really want to just do click and buy. Okay. And then there's the midway door where we talk all about the offer. So we, you know, we really lay out what they could be buying, what we're offering them, but we want to maybe have them book a call with us. That's the invitation. That's kind of the midpoint where we actually talk about what we're selling and inviting them to book a call because we want that. The, here's what I've experienced in the marketplace. If you have a lot of cachet, if you have that kind of guru status and a huge mm -hmm. following, mm -hmm. you can click and buy on a 10K mm, because right. you have the notoriety. Yes. But if you don't have that notoriety, if you don't have that much kind of cachet in the marketplace, for 10K, you probably do need to book a call. Yeah. And right. once again, we always go back to you and your clients and your community sure. to see what's right for you. Sure. Another thing I've seen is a, and I don't know if it's a trend or this is just something that some people do is charging for a masterclass. What are your thoughts on that? That's a, you know what? It's a very personal thing and there's okay. no right or wrong answer and what it, the, the pros and cons are this. Okay. So if it's free, you'll attract way more people Yeah. and you'll have way more no-shows. Like right now, yes. if you do a free masterclass, in the past, you get, you know, 50 to 60% show up, 70% on a good day. Now, like it's like 30, 40% will show up. 
even with a whole email series reminding them. You know, Can I ask you about that right there? Because we have sure. noticed that exact same uh, show up rate. Yeah. Is that, why do you think that is the lower show up rate? Recently, uh, you know, and, and it's here. I still do the email, like the two day, the one day, the same day, the one hour, the, you know, we still all do the same emails. Yeah. I think, you know, I think just the bandwidth of people has gotten smaller. Okay. Like they just don't have the attention span, but yes, absolutely. You must make sure you, the more reminders you send and mm-hmm. also having text messaging reminders versus oh. email reminders will help those numbers. Yeah. But yeah, so free, you get more signups, but then it, the value of that is that you get, it's a lead build. It's a list generating because mm-hmm. I'm catching all these email addresses. So part of me could say, well, I'm getting, you know, 200 people signing up. And so what if only, you know, 80 show up, mm. I have two minute, 200 email people leads that I can follow up with because, okay. you know, if you do the free base, well, actually breather them, you want to make sure that you have a good follow nurture sequence, but so yeah. you get more signups, lower show ups, they're tire kickers. They're not as invested in, in it. Now on the fee side, you have a smaller group signing up because mm-hmm. they have to put the money down. You have a higher percentage showing up you have a more qualified buyer. So it boils down to, are you looking for list building or are you really trying to find those, you know, hot nugget clients without doing a lot of follow-up work and a lot of calls with tire kickers? It boils down to your capacity. If you have lots of capacity to take a lot of calls in your calendar, then take a lot of calls. They might not be very qualified, all of them, but you can work the sales that way. So if you're kind of newer in business or don't have a lot of business at this time, Free mm-hmm. is probably the way to go. But if you're really short on time and you, or you don't have the team to support you, then mm-hmm. the fee might kind of give you a higher quality prospect. So okay. quantity versus quality. That's kind of what it boils down to at the end of the That day. is the best answer I have heard to date on this. And I can tell you that I've had this conversation with many colleagues and team, and that was a really great answer. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And, and it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, there's no right or wrong. And there's sometimes I'll do a fee and sometimes I'll do a free. It kind of just based on the content of what I'm teaching and how I want to, you know, if I want to wake up my marketplace, then I'll do a free. Get more yeah. I, I'm going to pull back from it. I, I know that you, this is so fascinating to me. Back in 1990, you started an employment agency from scratch. So you're an entrepreneur that grew it to multi seven figures and sold it 10 years later. It did That's quite an accomplishment. And then you, and throughout your career, you've really, uh, you, you, at some point you might have to fill in some gaps, man, did a little research, but you got into coaching, um, sales is, uh, and growth were your specialties. So you've seen a lot over your career of just watching how things have evolved and your zone of genius. You've kind of gone right into master classes. Well, it's kind of interesting how I got there because it's, it's it's kind of an interesting journey in a way. Um, I've always been about, I love speed. First of all, I drive a yellow Corvette and I I love cars. I love my dad. My dad would love you. My dad has a Corvette. (laughs) Oh, cool. (laughs) And I love things done fast. So I'm always about accelerating business success. Okay. And that's kind of, and of course, sales and marketing is how we do that. Um, And so that's kind of where I I fell into. And then over the last 22 years, I've coached about 170 different industries. 
Because when I started coaching, I did not coach coaches. I coached because I wanted to believe that coaches weren't the only ones who needed coaching. I believe that all businesses mm-hmm. did. And so I've coached like lavender farms, a riding stable, all the health and wellnesses, real estate, lawyers, accountants, like you name it, consultants out of your yin yang, like lots and lots of different businesses, which I love because it's kind uh-huh. of fun to cross pollinate. Business is business. And, yes, it is. You know, ultimately that's what it is. So I've coached a lot of people. Um, and I got clients from speaking. As I mentioned earlier, I, you know, I got booked, um, I did my own events and then I got booked to speak a lot of, a lot of events. And so that's kind of, you know, I was always helping people grow their businesses and I kind of had a, an interesting, I don't, I'm coming through, but I had a, um, an interesting challenge in life lately. Uh, Uh My husband was sick and he's, he's since has passed away, but for the four years or so um, in that journey of time, um, I didn't work all the time. I kind of Of worked some small projects and just take on some elite clients and, and, you know, coming through that, working with my coach uh, last year, he was like going, you know, I'm going, okay, it's time. It's been a year. I should kind of get back into working again. And he says, well, how did you get clients soon? I said, well, you know, speaking was always the best way. And so he goes, well, tell me your system. And I rattled off my, you know, you do this, you know, kind of sharing off my information about how to convert on stages, whether it's virtual or live. And he's like going, that's what you should do more of. (laughs) And so that's really where this whole masterclass came from. It is just a marketing strategy. Um, Back in 2000, when I first started coaching, home-based businesses were being born because the internet was being born in 2000, basically. I know, totally. I know the youngins are listening going, what? (laughs) But nonetheless, and so I taught networking back then. And networking was a marketing strategy that all these home-based businesses who didn't know how to meet people needed to get clients. And that was one of the best ways. And so it's kind of in a weird way, it's like the world changes. And so we change with it. And of course, with COVID and two years of people being kind of more online and lots of masterclasses and webinars, call it what you want, have grown. It's like, okay, I can convert because I've done it. I've been on hundreds of stages and done hundreds of presentations. Um, And so it's like, these people are all getting on Zoom calls, but they're not getting clients from them. And it, you know, if you get on a, you know, if you do a training and you don't convert, it's like you wasted your time. And so yeah. I really want to help people convert better. And that's really where this came from. It wasn't like um, master classes has always been my play. I love how niche it is. This is something I yeah. talk about as a marketer. It's so specific. Um, and and I, I love that. Who are your favorite people to work with? Oh, great question. I love working with people who are all in on their business. Oh, yeah. You know, um, <laughs> you know, people, yeah. I, I think I probably, I'm not going to say too much different than what you would say, or most others probably would say, but I love working with people who are all in their business. They have a passion and a desire and they want to grow a bigger company. You know, the interesting thing, I sometimes feel like a Swiss army knife because I've worked with so many industries and I, you know, use different marketing strategies over the years. Um, and the, the cool thing also is having grown a multi uh, seven figure business, I understand about building teams and systems yeah. Yeah. because, you know, I used to say, you know, what gets you to the first hundred K 
won't get you to the 500k mark. No. And you can get 100k or 200k pretty easily by yourself with a VA or a small, you know, one mm -hmm. or two people. But it's that evolution into really growing a bigger company, and you know, and that whole seven-figure thing is such a cliche these days. It is. What's going for? But nonetheless, whether it's 200,000 or, or 2 million, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You're growing your business. As you grow, you need different tools and resources yeah. and you have to think differently. And so that's one of the things I love doing as much as I, you know, my entry, my, my entry point often is master classes. And like I've dealt with some eight figure business owners that help them shift their conversion rates, you know, so that they're making like a hundred K or more on one wow. master class. And I've also worked with somebody new in business who yeah. was really thrilled to make 5k on a master class. Right. Sure. You know? So really it's like, I meet my clients wherever they are, but I, I love working with people who are all in on their business and really looking to grow. And they're serious about uh, providing quality services and helping helping their clients, whether it's, you know, I always think it falls down to life, health, wealth, or relationships. Um, yeah. And so whatever, whatever it is, that's almost irrelevant to me. It's really about their passion for what they do. I love that. Okay. You mentioned something and I do want to ask you about that. You said your coach last year and you went to this very personal transition in life, but the, the coach aspect, I was actually thinking of asking you this. So you were here. You are this master expert. I think people are sometimes surprised by this, and and yet you have a coach. Yeah, I have. I have coaches. Yes, um, it's this whole thing of like, why do these coaches have coaches? And I think that in itself, we could talk for a whole another hour and probably maybe on another episode. <laughs> but I I love when people are forthright and sharing that. Um, you know, often I'm curious to hear your, your, your answer. Well, it's, it's interesting. I was talking to a friend in business once and I was referencing this coaching program, high level, big investment. And she looked at me, she goes, Oh, I thought you knew how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh my God. It, to people, when I mention I have a coach, they think that I don't know what I'm doing. And it's like, no, um, there's a couple things. If I don't have a coach, then I'm obviously not believing in the service that I'm offering. And so I really feel that uh, if I'm selling coaching services to people, then I need to be buying them because it also, I'm telling you, I can keep you in your best level of performance. When you have a coach, you do actually level up your, your yeah. performance. Absolutely. And so I need to level up my performance too. Yeah. And what's really cool is as I level up my performance, I'm leveling up my client's performance because I'm learning and I'm evolving and I'm growing and I'm sharing all of those resources and content and things I'm learning. And Absolutely. As I learn how to do something, a new funnel idea or a new whatever, I'm. it's like to me, it's like me learning my craft and expanding yeah. my craft because the world changes like. Facebook has changed the way we market in the last Daily. years. Like it's just like everything's changing. So I need yeah. to be in that, you know, that stream of consciousness of new things yeah. that I can share it down. But yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, my, my friend said that. Like I thought you knew what you were doing. <laughs> I know like, it's interesting. Oh. I, yeah. I, I don't want to work with someone if they're not also uh, uh -huh. investing in themselves as well. Because we, the clip at which we grow, I want to be in that same, I mean, call yes. it blue. I want to be in that same energy, but I, I feel like it's interesting when people hear me share that. And then you, you said that I'm like, I want to talk about that too. Yeah. And I have two coaches. I love it. And it doesn't mean I'm remedial, remedial in any way. No, I also been working with a, a mindset and I can't even call her that, but she's way yeah. more than mindset, but you know, it's like, that's really relevant because oh. 
I have a mindset coach as well as a business coach. I think it's so important. So yeah, when I'll just put the listeners out there, um, when you hear experts (laughs) and and most of the experts I talk with, they, they do have coaches as well. It's very interesting to me. I think that would be a whole nother great side conversation. Um, well to tie all this into a bow, um, this has been so insightful on the idea of every listener out there can do this. Yes. And that's, to me, I just want to put that because we have listeners from all spectrums, uh-huh. uh, you know, we're, we're women focused, but we can all run a masterclass. Um, and you're the expert on how we can do this and actually convert at a higher rate. That's incredibly intriguing. Um, I want to offer this out for everyone listening. Sue has a gift for all of you. Um, she has a money-making masterclass blueprint. Okay. I want it. I want it too. And I'm going to give you, and I'm going to give you that address right here. It's Sue Clement and that's C L E M E N T.com. Sue Clement.com. Uh, did we call that a forward slash or a backslash? Oh, it's a slash, you know, the slash <laughs> guys, we know, know the slash now. I know slash gift. Yeah, Super slash. simple. Sue and we'll have it in the show, show notes as well. Um, and she has a, a again, the money-making masterclass blueprint. Um, I know I want it. Thank you so much. This was so rich. I could talk to you all day about all things. We would really jam out more. I, I love it. We really would. Thank you so much. And uh, we will be back. Thanks for listening to Brandon Bills with your host, Debbie White. Visit franklydeb.com or you can connect with us and join our free Facebook community where all the brand action happens. And I love hanging out on Instagram. So follow me there at frankly Deb and join us next time for another episode of brand and Bills. Let's get real on women growing powerful brands.